This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Justin here along with the cousins, Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at HuskerCuzCast for all podcast updates and more. Uh, we got a great show planned for tonight. Tonight, we're going to take a look at all the position groups in Nebraska land, and we are going to rank them from top to bottom, and we're also going to play a game of better, same, or worse from last year. We've done this over the last four years. Uh, Derek, when you did this exercise, was this harder to do than any other year? Uh, I believe so. Because I th- and here's the reason I'm going to say, because I think this is the word that all of our fans, our listeners out here are going to uh, probably hear today that we're probably going to get made fun of is potential. Because I think you're going to hear a lot about potential of how why we think these team, these position groups could be good. But there's not a lot of proven when it comes to a lot of position groups right now. Uh, Tyler, do you think we're, g- we're going to be all over the board in this exercise? I do. I, I think that. You know, I, I know where we all kind of stand, at least in my head, on different players, different prospects. And so I'll be curious on how that translates overall to the position group. So, yeah, this could be some fun debate tonight. Yeah, you know, and the other problem that we have is no spring ball. I mean, we, we don't have any extra evaluation there. And so that makes it even more challenging. But uh, I thought when I did this, I thought I had a good idea on where everybody was. And when I was uh, putting the pen to the paper, man, I got scratches all over my notes here. So it's going to be interesting. Derek? Well, I I was just going to add, let's face it, with this staff, we don't learn much in spring anyway. So we probably know about as much now as we would have if they had spring ball. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of good to see some of these younger players that we're talking about this potential to see if it's, you know, if it's still worthy, you know. But uh, let's go. Fair enough. Let's go ahead. Let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with the quarterbacks. Uh, you know, previewing the quarterbacks, we're, we're going to return Adrian Martinez. He had a little bit of a dip down last year. Uh, uh, Luke McCaffrey, he comes back. He played a little bit. We bring in Logan Smothers as a recruit. We lose Noah Vedral and Andrew Bunch. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be an interesting for me. You know, last year on this podcast we talked a lot about quarterback competition. We wanted to see quarterback competition, and I just kind of want to see where this uh, group is going to go. Uh, I think that Adrian Martinez had a bad year last year, but I think he's going to bounce back. Luke McCaffrey sounds like he's making more strides. So I think this position group is going to be better than last year. Derek? I, I agree. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think Adrian Martinez had a bit of a down year. At, at the end of the day, I think it was a sophomore slump. I, I kind of want to believe a little bit that of what Scott Frost says, where he kind of went in cruise control. He knew he wasn't going to get unseated by Luke McCaffrey as a true friend. When Luke McCaffrey was a true freshman, it, you know, everybody was talking about being a Heisman and I, I think it kind of got to his head a little bit. Uh, so I, I think he'll have a bounce back year. I do think they will be better. I mean, all three of our scholarship guys are four stars. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Right. Tyler. 
Yeah, I'm going to go better, and I think there's two main reasons. One, I, I think Adrian Martinez is going to have a good bounce-back year. Like, everyone, and again, I've been on this train that Adrian Martinez was not the worst thing about this team last year. And I'm not saying he had a great year, but it wasn't as bad as you think. And and if you look at Adrian Martinez, he is right now fourth in college football today in yards per game. If he never played another snap at Nebraska, he would leave Nebraska at the all-time yards per game mark. So he's had a good career thus far. And last year wasn't as bad as many people think. The other reason I think it's going to be better is I love Luke McCaffrey. I think that he is a really, really good backup. I think he could start for some other Big Ten teams. So I think this position group will be better. Forget backup. How many times do we see both of them on the field at the same time? That's what I'm excited for. Because I think they're going to dial up a lot of uh, packages for that. I don't know if I don't know how much they're going to do that. You know, losing Noah Vedral is kind of like you know that little stopgap there. It was kind of nice to have him on the bench just in case something happened. I mean, there were times that we had to drip, uh, dip down to the third string quarterback in a game. Uh, do you bring in Logan Smothers or Matt Masker as that third guy? That's you have four games if you need to use uh, Logan Smothers. Yeah, I get it. Well, and, and as long as both, as long as McCaffrey and Martinez don't get hurt, you'll be fine. But I will tell you, Justin, I do agree with you in the sense that I, I thought that was going to be a definitely a lot more aspect of this year's offense with McCaffrey and Martinez on the field. And while I still think you may see that in some spots, I don't think it'll be near as much as I thought three months ago. When we well, had, I, I can agree with you there. I don't think it'll be as much as what we anticipated originally. I just don't think it's going to go away altogether either. Like, you're still going to see it. All right, well, let's get to our ranking. So for the ranking, we have we went one through nine for our groups. Uh, so uh, for quarterback group for me came in at number three, position group at Nebraska. So, Derek, where did you have the quarterbacks in your list? I have him number one. Number one. Again. Okay. Top group. Yeah, absolutely. All three of our scholarship guys are four-star guys. 100% four-star guys. I don't know. I, I love what uh, Luke McCaffrey brings to the table. Uh, I love the competition he brings for Adrian Martinez. So if Adrian Martinez does start to stumble, I have all the faith in the world in what Luke McCaffrey can do. Uh, Logan Smothers, I'm hoping we don't have to end up seeing him much, but I do hope we see him in two or three games. Okay, Tyler. I, I mean, I thought this was going to be one we were going to argue, but I have them number two. Um, okay. I, I think Adrian Martinez is probably the fourth best quarterback in the Big Ten. Um, I love the depth at that position group. I, again, is Adrian Martinez what we thought after his freshman campaign? Probably no, but, man, I, I still love this kid, and I love what he's going to bring to the table. And, again, I like the backups. I love the depth at this position. So, yeah, I, I'm high on them too, number two overall. Okay. Let's move on to the second position group. That's the running backs. Derek. Uh, running backs, running backs, running backs. All right. We got Diedrich Mills coming back, who we all know is probably going to be the workhorse. Uh, behind him's a lot of unknowns, though. We got Ramirez Johnson that we've seen in one game. We got Ronald Tompkins coming back, but he's had two busted up knees, so you don't really know what to expect out of him. Uh, Sevian Morrison's one of the freshmen coming in that I expect to see some playing time this year. Uh, along with him is Marvin Scott coming in this year, and I don't know if we'll see him a lot, but I think the room's getting 
better overall because I, I do think some of these recruits we got coming out like Romero Johnson is like point zero zero four two from being a four star according to twenty four seven sports. Uh, Sevian Morrison is a four star. Uh, so some of these guys are talented. We just need to get Ryan Held to get what they what he needs out of them. Uh, I think Ramir Johnson's going to have to uh, bulk up just a little bit for the Big Ten. But what I've seen out of him out of the the one game we all got to see him in, I was fairly impressed with him. So I think he can be a good backup for Dedrick Mills. And I expect Dedrick Mills full heartedly to be the the workhorse. Okay, Tyler. Yeah, um, you know, running back is going to be an interesting one for me this year. You know, a lot of people made a big deal about how Dedrick Mills ended last year. And, and so I looked this up, and so obviously he had his breakout game against Wisconsin, played amazing. But if you look at the first half of the season versus the second half, he averaged 5.6 yards per carry the first half and 5.56 yards per carry the second half. His production was basically the same. So you take out that his career game against Wisconsin the guy didn't really statistically improve that much is he ready to take it on so I'm going to give this position group a push and not just because of Dedrick Mills and the running back because of Wandell Robinson not playing as much running back in conference uh, Wandell Robinson averaged 11.4 carries per game I do not see him having double digit carries per game with no JD Spielman so I'm going to go push um, I do like the players that Derek mentioned coming in, but overall I think we're being about the same. All right, so I think that comment was directed towards me about uh, Diedrich Mills playing better in the second half. I was a big fan of Diedrich Mills in the second half, and I'm still on that. Uh, I'm still a big fan headed into this year. I, I agree he's going to be the workhorse. I think this position group is going to get better. Uh, last year, all we had was Diedrich Mills. And, uh, you know, when uh, – the Maurice Washington incident came in. He wasn't there. So who did we have behind him? I mean, it was, you know, uh, Ramir Johnson, who every week they said he was going to play. Uh, Wyatt Mazur. Uh, you had a little bit of Brody Belt. Uh, and Wandale Robinson, but, you know, he's playing a couple different positions. I think this position group is going to get better because I think there's going to be more guys available to play this year. Uh, I, I like, you know, Ramir Johnson getting an in year two, Ronald Tompkins, if he's healthy, and the two other guys coming in. Uh, Brody Belt, he's not going anyway. He's still there. I I think it's going to be better. Not much, but slightly better, just based off personnel. Uh, Derek, where do you have the running backs in your position ranking? I, I ranked them at number five. I, I There's still a lot of unknowns there. It was kind of – so I kind of put them in the middle of the pack – I, I'm, I'm with you, Justin. I think they can be better. I, I have them slightly better as well. I don't. I don't think they're definitely not going to get worse. We know what we're getting out of the out of Dedrick Mills. It's more of the what ifs with everybody else. Right. So I put them kind of in the middle of the pack at five. Tyler, I have them seventh. Um, you know, I, I like Dedrick Mills. Don't love him. Ramir Johnson could play. Um, obviously, we have some good, talented kids coming in, but I just. Yeah, I think this it's it's a good unit. Um, it, it's going to put up some yards, but yeah, I'm not. I don't think it's all because of their talent. Yeah, I'm with Derek. I have running backs at our fifth uh, position group. Uh, so that brings us to the third position group, Tyler. And that's wide receivers. Yeah. So. 
for wide receivers, if you want to look at who we've lost at wide receiver, let's start with people that have left, because I think that's really important with this position group. And a lot of these guys by transfer, but J.D. Spielman left, Darian Chase left, Miles Jones left, Javion McQuitty transferred. Um, you also saw people graduate in Mike Williams, Woodyard, uh, Noah, and Todd Honus. So you lost a lot of players, but you do return a few guys. Uh, Wandell Robinson, uh, mentioned him before. Um, Cade Warner and Chris Hickman. Um, you had last year red-shirted uh, Demarion Houston and Jamie Nance. I do like Demarion Houston. And then you brought in a really good wide receiver class. You have three four-stars in Xavier Betts, Marcus Fleming, and Omar Manning. And every Husker fan knows about Omar Manning, so don't really need to mix, uh, mention him. Alante Brown was a high three-star. And Will Nixon, um, three-star. But unfortunately, he did tear his ACL. So I don't think we'll see much of him this year. Yeah, this uh, wide receiver class is, uh, or this whole position group there, it's very interesting. A lot of potential. There's that keyword that Derek was talking about earlier. There's a lot of potential there. And we think that these guys are going to be great guys. Last year, you know, we just kind of, there weren't a lot of playmakers out there. And now J.D. Spielman, now that he's gone, it's we got to look to see who's going to be the next guy that steps up to get all of those yards. We think that there's quite a few guys that can handle that, right? So this is going to be a very fun group to uh, watch. Derek? Uh, I'll tell you what. I think this group, while it was hard to say this, because I, 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 don't get me wrong, the, the only loss out of the, to me out of those guys that you mentioned that we're losing that really hurts us is losing J.D. Spielman. The rest of them... We don't really know what we had. Kind of I know a really – I was so high on him last year, but really he was ineffective most of the year. Uh, lots of drops. Lots of drops. I mean, it was just – I don't know. Out of, and Javon McQuitty, I, I feel bad for the kid. Like, he just never panned out here. But, what? I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Tyler, you talked about. We have, I mean, three four-star wide receivers coming into this class. We have one that – I mean, all, by all accounts, Alante Brown should have been a four-star, basically. Uh, this is probably one of the most talented wide receiver groups that we've had at Nebraska, according to rankings, at least, in a long time. Probably, I don't know. I don't know if we've ever had enough that we could have four or five wide receivers on the field that were ranked four-stars coming out of high school at the same time. I don't know if that's ever really happened at Nebraska. Uh, maybe back in the Callahan era. Uh, but other than that, I don't, I don't recall that ever happening. Uh, the, but the, here's the big thing for me it was the size of the guys they're getting. You're getting a 6'4 out of Omar Manning. You're getting 6'2 out of Xavier Betts. And if you really go back and look at you last year, like the tallest right, wide receiver we really kind of had was Cade Warner, a walk-on at 6'1. So just getting a couple extra taller guys, I think, really makes this class extra special. And I think it makes the wide receivers that much better. Okay, so Derek, you had him better. Justin, what did you have him better? Worse I had him saying? better. So you both had him better. I have him worse, and and, and it's because of JD Spielman. Okay, so like let's let's start with uh, Wandell Robinson. Wandell Robinson has set a school record by most uh, receptions and receiving yards by a true freshman. The guy is good. Will get better, but Cade Warner, probably the guy, the second most production returning at wide receiver, has a career. 196 yards 
Like, I am all for potential. I think the depth at this position is better. I just don't think you're going to replace uh, J.D. Spielman. And I think when you look at this position group, he made a lot of things more open for Wandale. He, he, it, similar how Stanley Morgan opened things up for him. I just you, you're depending but, on a but, lot of a, you're depending on a lot of notes, a lot of talent, but just a, I, I'm going to go a slight un, a decrease in that position group. But don't you don't you think that Wandell Robinson will kind of open it up for these guys a little bit too? He definitely can. But the the question is is how are they going to use Wandale? Is he going to be a wide receiver? Is he going to be a guy that's going to be consistently lined up out there, or is he going to be in the backfield some? And, and again, Omar Manning, all the hype in the world around the guy, but I, I would like to see him catch a ball in Division One before I start crowning him. Like, I mean, a little skepticism at that, that all these income, I mean, people are going to be a contributors year one. Yeah, we've seen a lot of good wide receivers come out of the junior college ranks and just fizzle out at Nebraska. So let's hope that he doesn't follow that trend. I mean, he, he has the makings that he can get it done at the – he looks like Division One talent for sure. 100%. And, again, it doesn't mean I think this position group is going to be bad. I don't want to get bashed here. I love the yeah. depth there. I, I, and, again, I don't, I don't – I'm not saying this is going to be a huge drop-off from last year. I just I, – I have a little bit of doubt, and I think losing spring ball with this much youth – could be a little bit of a factor on some snaps. So I mean, you're 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 really depending on a lot there. You know, you Adrian Martinez in year three has got a really good understanding of the playbook. Do, do the wide receivers? I mean, it, it's a lot of questions there. All right, Tyler. So go ahead and give us your ranking for the wide receivers. So. I said all that, and I think people think I'm really shitting on them, but I have them six overall. Six overall? Yeah, I, th- I think that the depth is good. It's fine. I you know, I just think the loss of J.D. Spielman is, is too much to say this is going to be as good or better than last year. And that's exactly where I have wide receivers. I have them at six overall, and it, it is the youth. They're just so young at that position group. There's, there's no seniors, well, outside of Cade Warner, you know, there's, there's not a lot of senior leadership there for a group that, you know, we're going to put three, maybe four guys out on the field at the same time. So a uh, lot of youth there. So, Derek, where do you have this wide receiver group? I, I'm actually probably really batshit crazy for this, but I have my number three. I, I, I really firmly believe that the height of these wide receivers helps Adrian Martinez out a lot. I think it's going to help a lot with the outside guys and – I think I think big things are coming for these wide receivers. Plus, they got a better, to me, a way better coach that hopefully will help them with running crisper routes. Uh, everything's pointing up for me in this with this group. So, Derek, you're not giving this three ranking based off of your belief that somebody always steps up, is it? That's kind of like what you. <laughs> that's something that you have every year talking about wide receivers coming into the year. You're like somebody always steps up, and, and they just haven't. Sure they have. I mean, last year it was Wondell Robinson that kind of stepped up. He just he ended up getting taken out to have to play a little bit of running back instead. Uh, the year before that, it was J.D. Spielman that kind of stepped up because when we lost uh, uh, old Mustache uh, Westerkamp, you know, everyone said, "Oh, what are we going to have?" J- Stanley Morgan's the only thing we're going to have, and then Spielman stepped up. I I still think I, th- I think Wondell Robinson stepped up in a fine position. 
Uh, I think Cade Warner is still probably one of the most reliable receivers we have out there. He was just hurt most of the year last year. I mean, Tyler, I know you talk about his stats, but remember, he didn't play a lot last year because of his injury. So trivia fact that I did not know that Cade Warner started more games last year than Wandell Robinson. Oh, really? He started – Cade Warner started five games last year, and Wandell only started four. Interesting. So, it – Again, take with that as you will, but, I mean, obviously Wando was a lot more productive. But, yeah, I, I thought Cade Warner was injured for a lot of the year, but he ended up playing in, I think, seven games, started five of them. But you know, uh, I, would like to, I would like to see the amount of playing minutes between the two of them, though. 100%. And, and yeah, you know, Wandale, obviously, he didn't start. I know Mike Williams was ahead of him, you know, to start the year. Um, you know, it, it took a while for the coaches to really put him in as a starter, even though he was getting uh, – you know a lot of the snaps but yeah last year opening week uh noah mike williams and uh uh spielman were the starters and it took a while for you know uh robinson to overtake mike williams as a technical starter and and i think that was part of the issue too was you know i don't think mike williams was ever an outside guy he even made a comment on twitter not too long ago about how he had never played outside wide receiver until he came to nebraska uh, J.D. Spielman, I don't think, lined up the best at, at, at outside wide receiver. He was always a slot receiver. Uh, but they wanted Wandale out there, and I get it. But now that we have Wandale with a couple of big receivers, that's what, that's what I think really helped. That's why I guess I, I know I talked about it already, but that's why I tend to think they're going to be better, I guess. All right, let's uh, move on. Let's talk about the tight end position. This is a really small tight end room that we have here. Jack Stoll returns as a senior. He was third on the team in receiving yards last year with 234 yards. Uh, Austin Allen, he returns. He played well uh, last year as a sophomore. Kurt Raftall, he's he's coming back in some position type, I guess. Uh, Travis Vokalek, that's a guy that uh, we've all had high hopes for and uh, by all accounts, you know he could be a guy that could play on Sundays. He's the transfer out of Ruggers. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I wonder if Jack Stoll has peaked uh, in this position group. I don't know if he's going to be the go-to guy out of that tight end bunch there. Uh, I, I like Travis Vokalek, but uh, overall, I, I like this tight end group that we have. Uh, so they are better. They get a better from me, Derek. Ah, man, I don't know. I got, I know everybody's loving this Travis Volkolek and I've heard so many good things about him. I want to buy in the guy's rating as it coming out of high school is a point eight Oh two seven. Like he just wasn't ranked high. Nobody expected much. I mean, he had to go to Rutgers cause he wasn't getting offers. I mean, Rutgers. So there's a little skepticism with me on him. Uh, I do hope he's better than what I'm anticipating, or not necessarily anticipating, because I know I've talked big about him in previous episodes where I think he can do good, and I still think he can. But I'm with you, Justin. I think I think Jack Stoll, we've probably seen the best we're going to see out of him. Uh, Austin Allen and Kurt Raftel just really haven't panned out the greatest. Uh, I, and I, I know I argued this as, as Hickman being a wide receiver, but I keep seeing him as a tight end and a wide receiver on, on – it depends on if you look at a roster or the scholarship distribution charts. Uh, it depends on which ones you look at. So they haven't kind of put much put everywhere. I'm not so sure he's not going to have to go back to tight end this year with where these tight end groups are. 
And right now I have them. Just, I put them at the same only because Jack Stoll and Austin Allen are coming back, and they're the ones with the playing time. And so I'm anticipating them being the two playing, so I'll just keep them at the same. But I, I just I don't know about this group right now. Tyler? So, you know, Jack Stoll, obviously he's the returning starter. You know, he started both uh, all games the last two years. Last two years he was on the John Mackey preseason hype award. I know a lot of fans bought that. Statistically, hasn't blown us away. Um, but I do think he's a good player. Austin Allen, a lot of people rag on him. He hasn't produced. But again, I go back to the Cade Warner analogy. Last year, Cade Warner had eight receptions for 101 yards. Austin Allen had seven receptions for 83 yards. Like, don't tell me that Cade Warner is this amazing player, but Austin Allen can't play. They've done about the same their career at Nebraska. So... Again, again, one again, I would like to see how many times they were thrown to because I think Austin Allen's dropped a lot more balls than Cade Warner has. Fair, fair point. And again, this isn't a me trying to shit on Cade Warner. I think Cade Warner, he can be a productive wide receiver, but I also think Austin Allen can be a productive tight end. Um, Justin, you mentioned Vokalet. Um, you know, he, he's with scout team MVP. Um, I think him in the rotation is going to be helpful. I think this tight end group is going to be better. I like what this tight end group has. I think they are a strength of this team, and I think they're going to be better this year. Yeah, and I have them in the top half of our uh, position breakdowns. I have them at number four. Derek. Ooh. Again, you guys are thinking I'm batshit crazy here, but uh, I have them at number nine. Like, I really? just start. Yeah, the tight ends have done nothing to prove anything to me so far in two years under Frost. And we're not getting anything new other than Travis Volkolek. I don't know where Chris Hickman's going to go. If Chris Hickman starts lining up as a tight end at 6'6", maybe maybe possibly I can buy him as making us better at that position. But that's even going off potential, not not anything really proven. Wow, number nine, worst position group. Okay, Tyler. I, I have them number four. I, I'm with you, Justin. I, I like this position group. I It will be interesting to see how much two tight end sets we see this year. Um, I think for this offense, I would really like to see a lot more tight ends on the field when you have you know, potentially four capable bodies. So I, I like this position group. Yeah, and I think the talent's there. I just hope they're utilized more. I mean, maybe that's – is that your beef, Derek? I mean, that they're just M- not utilized is, more? Maybe they're just underutilized, and I'm just not – maybe, maybe that's what it is. I just – you know, you look at the stats, and you look at what we expect out of Jack Stoll last year, and we didn't get nowhere near what we expected out of him. But he was still the third leading receiver. Which wasn't saying a whole no, lot. No, it's, it's not, but I mean, you know, I mean. I mean, look, I hope I'm wrong. I, mean, I hope these all these guys shine. I hope they do great things. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to shit on them either. Like, I think they're still a pretty good position group. I just don't. I just don't think they're better because I don't think there's anything in there that proves to me that it makes them better right now. Well, so that's that's why I just have them the same. So that's the thing, though. You know, somebody has to be number nine in this exercise. Exactly. I mean, some position group is going to have to be the nine. Doesn't mean that they're going to be completely terrible, but ranking one to nine, somebody has to be nine. All right, let's move on to offensive line, and I think that's you, Derek. All right, so this position group is so big. I, you know, but we have the the starters that we all anticipate coming in at, and the, and the main returners are, you know, Brendan Hymas, Matt Farniak, Bo Wilson, Cam Jurgens, 
possibly Trent Hickson in there, former walk-on, now scholarship player. Uh, I, you know, I think uh, with Bryce Benhart looking to probably take over a tackle spot, uh, that probably makes us better. It's always good to get a four-star guy in there at, at, at a tackle position. Uh, but, you know, I, I love where this position group's going. I love where the recruiting's going with the with this position group. We're getting a lot of four-star guys in here. We're getting a lot of six, 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 seven guys that are already 280, 290, some of them over 300 pounds coming out of high school, which is absurd to me to think of a high school kid over 300 pounds. But it is what it is. I mean, we're getting guys with size, you know. You got incoming players like Turner Corcoran coming in, uh, Ethan Piper, who redshirted last year. Uh I don't know. I really like where this position group's going. I do have a lot of concerns about them, though. Oh, really? What are your concerns? Uh, right, right now, just the movement we have going on. Uh, I think everybody is thinking of Matt Farniak moving on to, to the inside. I think everybody's thinking too much like uh, Zach Stirrup, or this is just going to be a genius move, and he's going to be great at guard. But we really don't know exactly what he's going to do at guard. And I think that's a big move. And then you got Bryce Benhart coming in as a redshirt freshman. You know, we don't really know what's going to happen there. I don't know who's going to take over at the left guard position, whether it be Bo Wilson or Trent Hickson. I've heard others say maybe Ethan Piper could maybe even make a move. Uh, but then, then you're sitting there with two redshirt freshmen sitting on the line. Uh, the, the only really, and then you got Cam Jurgens, who I love blocking but really struggled snapping the ball most of the year last year. And so has he fixed that? Uh, I think there's a lot of concerns with this group, but I think there's so much upside and so much potential that I think it'll work out really well. All right, Tyler, what are your thoughts on offensive line? Well, I love this offensive line. Let's just start with what Derek started with, with what's coming back. Did you know this is the only going to be the third time in the last 15 years that, or last year was only the third time in the last 15 years that all offensive linemen started all 12 games? Oh, okay. really? Okay. They, they showed they're healthy. And this will be the first time since 1964 that Nebraska returns all five starters in offensive line. But and not all five what? are going to start. That's the not problem. Not all five are going to start. And that goes to my second point, Derek. Thank you for getting me there. Is the depth of this position. You have a guy who started all 12 games last year who will not be a starter this fall. Okay? Who, who right, we ben, complained about a lot last year. Whether I, it be Hickson or Bo Wilson who loses his spot, we did complain about both of them a lot last year. Guard and one of them is probably still going to start. Yeah, pro- you're, and you're right. But, but it's another year in the system, another year of strength and conditioning. Uh, Bo Wilson had a really nice sophomore campaign. I believe he was like third team all Big Ten. I, I have it down somewhere, but had a good sophomore. Junior took a step back. But the, the depth at this position is great. Bryce Benhart taking over a starting tackle potentially. He was the number 13th tackle coming in his class. Redshirt freshman, how much do you expect? I don't know, but should be good. Cam Jurgens, I thought snapped the ball pretty well down the stretch. But the depth at this position, I like Ethan Piper, Brock Bando. Um, you know, I, I mean, you could just I could list names, and and I don't want to kill Justin Thunder in case he wants to do some of that. But but this position group 
had us had the 30th best rushing attack in the country. And I do not believe it's because of all the talent in the backfield, obviously. I love this right. position group. I think it'll be better this year. Yeah, I glowed about the offensive line a lot last week. I just really liked where we were headed, the direction, uh, the guys coming in, uh, the guys that return. I mean, just down the road, we're going to be stacked. I just want to throw this out there as like maybe a possible concern. Uh, again, I just love the offensive line, but I'm going to throw this out there. Are the guys that we're getting, are they too big? Are they too tall to play offensive line in that manner? I mean, does, does that concern you at all? Tyler? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny you say that because when you think of Scott Frost, you think of speed. Yeah. And, and when you see guys that are 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", 300 pounds, you don't think speed. But what I will say is Scott Frost, when he came here, talked about Husker power with Oregon speed. And if, if you want to build the power, I, I'm telling you, 6'6", 6'7", 340-pound guy is not a bad thing. I, I'm not as concerned about you about the size of them, but I could see why you think that. Derek? I would be more concerned about that if we were still playing guys like uh, Patrick O'Brien. And if we were if we were playing more pocket passers, I would be a little more concerned with it just because the size at that point could possibly hinder vision for a quarterback. Uh, but with mobile quarterbacks, I don't think I think I think Russell Wilson. I'm not saying we have a Russell Wilson type on our on our team right now, but you watch him in the pros. Like he's a very short guy, and everyone said he couldn't do it because he couldn't see over the offensive line. But then he moves around and he finds ways to make plays. And I do think we have got all of our quarterbacks. I think are able to do that. To an extent, not maybe not as good as Russell Wilson, but I think they do have the ability to do that. And, and, and as far as my concerns went, I, I, they were concerns. Like I don't, I'm not trying to down this offensive line because I think there's so much great potential for this line. I love where they're going. I love the size. I love the size of them. Uh, I, I guess we'll get into the rankings here, but I have them ranked pretty high personally. Yeah, I do too. But first, I got to give my uh, better, same worse, and I think they're going to be better than last year. Obviously, I mean, I'm big fan of where we're going, oh. and I'm, I'll probably. Yeah, I, I never did give that either. I, I also have them better. I think they will be a lot better because yeah. I think another year in the system will help a lot. I almost think that I'll be saying better for like the next three straight years. So that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, Derek, give your ranking. Uh, I actually have him at number two. I know, I know, I named all those concerns, which makes everybody think that I'm trying kind of shitting on him. But like, I, I love where these guys are heading. I love what Greg Austin's doing for recruiting. I love everything that these guys proved last year. I think they did get better throughout the year. I, and this is the reason. Listen, this is the reason I have him at number two. I have him at number two because I think they are the reason that the wide receivers get open more because I think their pass protection gets better. I think their holes open up bigger, so I think that's why the running backs get better. And I think the reason that the quarterback gets better is because he's going to have more time and more and more holes to, for, to run himself. And I think the, the, with the offensive line getting so much better, it just improves the whole offense. Yeah. Tyler, what's your ranking? I have them number one, yeah. and I have them number one for two reasons. One, durability. We have three offensive linemen that have started over 20-plus games in a row. Okay, I mentioned that all five offensive linemen played every game last year. Okay, Durable, and the other reason is depth. If someone does get hurt, I, I love the depth at this position. I, I don't think there is a position on the field that we are deeper in than offensive line. I just I think this is the the... I don't know if the starting five is the best starting unit we have, 
Um, I think they're really good, but I, but I think the, the durability and the depth just gives me a lot of confidence in this position group. And I have them as number two. Uh, all right, let's move to the defensive side of the ball, Tyler. Defensive line. Okay, bear with me as I get my um, stats open. Um, but, yeah, you know, last year, obviously, we uh, – you know, my, my famed statement of saying how much I loved our defensive line, well, we lost our, all of our starters. Uh, Darian Daniels, Carlos Davis, Khalil Davis all went pro, two of them drafted. Um, we are returning some guys that had a little bit of playing time. Damian Daniels, Casey Rogers, Ben Stilley, and Deontay Thomas all did have playing time last year, and they are all returning. And we have a cast of people that either redshirted um, or are coming in probably highlighted by Ty Robinson, uh, Nash Nutmaker, who is the polar bear coming in, and a couple of Jucos in Par- I'm going to put his first name, but Polaridarius yeah. Payne. Polaridarius Payne. Payne and Jordan Riley. Um, but a, lo- a lot of players, Jakeem Green also redshirted last year, uh, very high ju- uh, four-star Juco we had brought in. So a lot of guys returning and playable, but not a lot of playing time experience. Right. And, uh, you know, I love Ben Stilley. I mean, the stats that he put up last year, he led the team in uh, tackles for loss and sacks, I believe. And uh, no? No? Okay. No. Uh, Khalil Davis Khalil led Davis. sacks. All right. Maybe I'm a year behind. With eight. All right. Well, nonetheless, I still love Ben Stilley. I mean, this guy is he, he's a monster. And uh, all the other guys that are coming in, great names. I'm... I have uh, some reservations because of who we lost. I don't know how great our starting defensive line is really going to be. They got potential, but I, I still worry uh, there. Uh, Damian Daniels, you know, serviceable. DeAndre Thomas, serviceable. I don't think any of those guys on the defensive line, I don't think they're going to make any all-Big Ten rosters or uh, all-Big the Ten teams. At the end of the year, outside of Ben Stilley. But uh, I don't know. It, I'm probably way too hard on him, but I just look at it losing way too much. All right, Derek, you want to tear me up? Go ahead. I don't want to tear you up, but I want to ask you did any of our last three that all went to the NFL, did any of them make any all Big Ten teams? Uh, that's fair. Uh, Khalil Davis did. Did he get what did he get? Third, an honorable mention. Third, he was third. Third, time. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, l- listen, I, this is my thing about defensive line. I, the starters, I, I am f- pretty high on. Like, I think they're good players. I think they got more playing time than people realize they did last year. I know uh, Darian Daniels spent a game or two out where Damian Daniels had to kind of come in and start for him, and I thought he did a very good job for filling in for him. And it, I think he's got the ability, some of the abilities his brother had. Uh, DeAndre Thomas, I'm a little more skeptical on. Ben Stilley, there was a point where all three of us sat here and said that he was probably better than the two Davis twins were to begin with. Yeah. So, so to get him in there, I think is great. Uh, the guys behind, the guys that ba- to back him up, that's where my concern is. But I, I'm, but I'm with Tyler a little bit here. Like, I mean, you talk about Tate Wildman, Wildman, Wildman. I'm not sure how to say his last name 100. percent uh, but he's a, he's a four-star guy. Ty Robinson, another four-star guy. Uh, Keen Green, you know, we ended up red-shirting him last year, but he was a four-star guy for Juco, which is very hard for a Juco to get a four-star. 
so he, he, I am assuming there's some potential there. I, I think there's a lot of potential all across the board here. But I'm going to stick with uh, the, the fact that we lost three guys to the NFL. I'm going to have to go slightly worse because just because of the depth, and I don't know where they're going to be yet. Right. Uh, Tyler, you had worse also? I I do have worse. I, I don't think I've said my piece on it yet. But, yeah, worse. Um, you guys talked about Ben Stilley. Love Ben Stilley. Ben Stilley is one of my favorite defenders on this roster. Um, you guys have said it. I'm not going to go detail, but a lot of unknown, but a lot of potential. So a lot of will be made this offseason in this football about how young this football team is. And we have 30 scholarship athletes that are juniors or seniors. 23% of them are on the defensive line. Okay, so there there is a lot of upperclassmen that are there. They haven't really got a chance to play yet. Maybe this is their year. Um, I, I think my ultimate concern has to go with as much as I think those guys were talented last year, but the lack of rotation, I, I just don't know if that's because of how talented these guys actually are. This is a position I think is going to be worse, but this is probably the most likely I think I could be for being wrong. This position wouldn't shock me if it shocked me, if that makes any sense. Like, if they, if they, if if Deontay Thomas and Damian Daniels really show up and play really well, I wouldn't be surprised. But right now, I do have a lot of skepticism. All right, Tyler, go ahead and give your position ranking. I have him ninth. Ninth. I, I, I love Ben Stilley. It's so funny. I think he's probably our third best defender. So it's hard for me to think our third best defender in that position group. But... Derek said it with tight end. Someone has to be last, and to me, it's defensive line. Yeah, I have him ninth also. Uh, it's just, I, yeah, sorry, ninth. Someone has to do it. I have him at Derek. sixth. I, I have him at sixth. I think uh, the potential there with all the four stars they got coming in, you got some JUCO guys that can kind of help with a uh, little bit of experience. I, I don't think they're the worst group out there. I just don't. I, I think they're they're not going to come up with a lot of stats, probably. But that's in a three four defense. We've talked about this a million times. You're not looking for a lot of stats out of your defensive line as much as you are fill plugging holes and letting the linebackers come up and make the tackles. And I, I think these guys are capable of that. So I, I I don't think they're near the worst group. Yeah. It's tough. It's it's tough. I mean, just replacing three guys that went off to the NFL. I mean, that's that's it, and tough, that's, man. that's the only reason I really have them getting worse is because I don't care. Anytime you say you're replacing three defensive linemen, when you only play three defensive linemen and they all went to the NFL, two of them drafted. Yeah, we're, we're, like you don't just come in and replace that and go. Oh, everything's better. I mean, we're not quite to the point where we're reloading yet either you know no not yet so uh, but i think the pieces are coming in i just don't i just think they need a little more experience probably a year away all right let's look at inside linebacker uh we lost mo berry uh by all accounts mo berry probably had a subpar senior season compared to what everybody thought uh we returned colin miller and will honus uh will honus i mean he he finished like a third or second overall in tackles last year, and he didn't even start. I mean, the guy was making plays all all over the place, but at a lot of times he was out of place. <laughs> so Colin Miller, he was pretty uh, consistent. We also bring in JC transfer uh, Ativa Maga Clements. We have high hopes for him. 
we also have Luke Reimer there. You know, I'm, I'm always a big fan of the uh, walk-on uh, linebackers, as you guys know. So uh, I, I like him. We got some of the young guys, uh, Jackson Hanna uh, and Nick Henrik and Garrett Snodgrass. Brought in uh, Keyshawn Green in this uh, recruiting class. Lots of potential. There's that keyword again. Uh, but even even with what we have returning, I just think it's going to be the same. I'm, I still think we're uh, a little we're, we're a year or two away. Uh, Derek, oh, I'll agree with you a little bit on that. I, I tend to think we'll be the same, and a lot of that has to do with uh, I I wasn't overly impl- impressed with uh, Mulberry last year, and so I don't know if his production itself will be that tough to replace. And I think Colin Miller or Will Honus can probably do that. And the other one is perfectly capable of doing the other one's job. Uh, it, it's behind those two that I start getting a little concerned. But I love the fact that we have uh, Jackson Hanna, who is like .005 away from being a four-star. You got Nick Henrik, who is a four-star. You have uh, Keyshawn Green, who's another four-star. There, there's a lot of potential there. I, I mean, again, we talked about it. Justin, you mentioned it. But there's a lot of potential there. Yep. But you, you're right. We might be a year away at inside backer yet. Tyler? Yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you guys. You know, Will Honus was second on the team in tackles. Colin Miller was third. I thought they both played okay last year. I, I, I do like Clements. I think he's going to come in and contribute. And you talk about the young guys. I, I, I mean, all four of the guys that Derek mentioned, I – I really am high on. I think they're, if you look at that, that age group there, they're some of the highest. And if you look beyond that, of the 14 inside backers that we have on the roster right now, 11 of them are freshmen and sophomores. So we are young there, even outside of just scholarship. So very young. I, I just think that, you know, Mulberry did not have the season. I do think his shoes are going to be tougher to replace than you guys think. So as much as I do like a lot of things that are going on, I'm going to give us a push there. I think we're about the same. Okay, so all of us were the same at inside linebacker. Uh, I have them as my eighth group overall, uh, eighth position group, just for those reasons. Uh, Derek? I have them at seventh, and I could have went either way. I could have went D-line at seventh and inside linebackers at sixth. I think they're both about the same right now, like, it's all, it's all potential that we don't know we're really getting out of them yet. Right. So, and and and, and can I explain something real quick? Because I know everybody's going to kind of shit on me for the wide receiver having them so high, but here's my difference between their potential in the D line and the the uh, uh, inside linebackers potential is the fact that I think we have a good enough offense to start moving the ball and do better. And I'm still not 100% sold that this defense is going to be great. That's fair. That's fair. Tyler, what's your ranking? I got him eighth. Um, okay. You know, I agree with Derek in the sentiment that D-line and linebackers, inside backers could flip-flop for me. I just think they're a little bit lower. Um, again, I I love the youth of that. I love the youth. And I actually don't mind the starters. I don't think they're going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be like the worst thing ever. So again, but I just, I, I, there's no all American candidate showing up in this position group. That that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Outside linebacker. Uh, this is our eighth position group that we're going to be preview. 
Give it to us, Derek. All right. So uh, this is this is the position group that I think scares. We got a new coach in with Mike Dawson. We got the key returners. We got JoJo Doman. Uh, you got Caleb Tanner, probably your two starters. You got Garrett Nelson coming back. You got David Alston, who was a pretty high recruit at one point, but it really has gotten very limited playing time, if any. Uh, he'll be in his sophomore year of eligibility, so he's a, technically a returning guy. Can't call him a newcomer anymore. Uh, the, the newcomers, I, I, I just I don't know if I'm sold on all these newcomers. Like Nico Cooper, I think he's a JUCO guy that gets coming in. And I think he could be a good player, but. Again, I'm kind of kind of up in the air with JUCO players, right, guys? Like, yeah. we don't know what we're getting out of any of these JUCO guys. We're hoping for good things, but we don't know. Uh, Jameen Graham, Jamari Butler, and Blaze Gunnerson all coming in. Blaze Gunnerson is the only one that was really ranked high as far as rankings go. Uh, I, I'm I'm not totally convinced these this group doesn't maybe need some help, and maybe we don't need to find somebody to move in to an outside backer spot to help back up JoJo Doman and Caleb Tanner. We know Garrett Nelson is going to be one of the backups. I just don't know who the other one's going to be. Right. Tyler? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, the big three, Caleb Tanner, Garrett Nelson, and JoJo Doman, I like those three. I think those three are really solid. You know, Mike Dawson coming back, I think, can have a big impact on that position group. You know, he helped uh, – uh, Marcus Golden for the New York Giants have his best year at outside linebacker. He coached it in the NFL. That he did a good job with the defensive line when he was in Lincoln. I like him. I really like him as an upgrade. Um, and I think JoJo Doman be able to focus on outside backer, which is not something he had the luxury of doing last year. Garrett Nelson, another year of experience, a little bit more discipline, probably. Hopefully, I think this position group's better. I, I really like this position group this year. You think it's better? Okay. Uh, I have them that same. Uh, Jojo Doman, he seemed like uh, he took a he took a little bit of a step step back last year. Caleb Tanner, he didn't really light the world on fire. I love Garrett Nelson's motor from last year, but uh, you know I think he's going to get better uh, than everybody else. I mean, I just I don't see us any better. Uh, you know, we're replacing Alex Davis. I mean, I don't think that's hard. <laughs> But I don't think there's going to be anybody that's going to be uh, that's going to surpass what we had last year. I, I think we're in the same boat as last year. Uh, Dawson, he's got his hands full here, doesn't he, Derek? I mean, it's I, I believe I believe he absolutely has his hands full. I'm with you, Justin. I have him at the as same myself because the only three I really see getting a lot of playing time are the same three that got playing time last year. I don't like I said I don't know who's going to be that fourth that fourth backup guy. And maybe it's Nico Cooper. Maybe he's as good as advertised because he was a pretty high recruit as far as Juco goes. But, again, I, I just don't know. And as, as long as I don't know, I just I, I have a lot of problems with this position group Yeah. In that for that reason. And I don't want to – again, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on him. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to put him down. I do think Mike Dawson has his hands full here. Right. Uh, okay, Derek, give us uh... – your ranking. I have him at number eight. I, I again, I, 
like this could have flopped, flipped, flopped with uh, tight ends. Re- really, you want to know my reasoning for putting for for not flipping them around was I felt I was being too hard on the defense, so I wanted to put one <laughs> position group of the offense below Jeez. some of this defense. But but at the end of the day, like I think they're about the same as the tight ends right now. Like there's there, I don't see a lot of improvement because I don't know anything about these players behind the three that we already know. And Garrett Nelson still has to prove that he's more fo- or not, not not necessarily more focused, but maybe more ready and more in position to do. Is if he's in position, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, so he's going to be more prepared. But he, he's got to be in position, and 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 JoJo Doman, like he's got to be able to focus on one position. They moved him back to safety a little bit last year. Uh, you know, we just we can't have that with him. I think he's got to be able to focus on one position. Tyler. I got him fifth. Um, fifth. Depth is a concern. Depth is definitely a concern with this position group, no doubt about it. But the the big three, I love. I think that JoJo Doman has shown the capability of getting a pass rush. Him focusing in, I like Caleb Tanner. I think he'll have a good a, a step up this year. Um, and Garrett Nelson, more disciplined. I, I love the big three. Depth is a huge concern at this position. Derek, I think, said it. I would not be shocked to see a couple of those inside guys maybe moving outside. Um, to help with that, but uh, great, great. But I think the big three are just—it's a really good unit. Yeah, I went back and forth between inside linebackers and outside linebackers, and uh, I ended up placing inside linebackers at eighth. I have a little bit more optimism at outside linebacker. I've them at seventh, but guys, I really think that our front seven is going to be the weak—the uh, weakness of this team of the defense. Uh, but. Moving on, defensive backs. Tyler. Yeah, so losses. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, huge loss that we had last year. A guy who we thought could have gone to the NFL, probably our best defender last year. We also lost Eric Lee, Tony Butler, Avery Anderson, amongst others. Um, we are returning DiCaprio Boodle, uh, Cam Taylor Britt, Deontay Williams, kind of. You know, he played the first game and then got injured. Uh, Markel Dismuk, Braxton Clark. Um, and then some redshirt guys, Noah Pola Gates, um, it's obviously a high one, Miles Farmer. And then we brought in a, a few different corners. Um, obviously, Henry Gray already transferred out, but we do have Jaden Francis and a couple others coming in. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of your breakdown of your defensive backs. Yeah, as far as uh, uh, the defensive backs to me, I love what uh, Fisher has going. I think he's our best position coach. And Every one of those guys from redshirt freshmen all the way through the seniors, every single one of those guys, I trust them to play. I have complete trust in them to play. Uh, you know, uh, Javen Wright, Miles Farmer, and Gates, you know, they all redshirted last year. They played in a handful of games. So we got to see their potential. Uh, but this is this is an amazing position group to me. I I really like it. They are they're going to be even better than last year. You know, Deontay Williams got hurt last the first game of last year. He's going to be back. He was going to be a stud last year and we just have to wait another year to see it. But uh Derek I I have him as the same guys. Like I, I think we're three of our four starters are the same guys that we had starting last year. Uh Cam Taylor Britt was a stud. I think he'll be a stud again this year. You guys know where I sit with DeCap. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like hammering on him. 
I think he's good enough to play. I think he's good enough to be a starter. And I think he's good at pa- breaking up passes. I just his mistakes irritate me so much that I always worry about him. Justin, you mentioned some of the the backups. Uh, Braxton Clark's about the only backup that I felt I saw enough last year that I feel comfortable with seeing. Uh, in, in a like he could come in and play at any given point. Uh, safeties concerns me a little bit. Like we've only got four safeties on this team. I know Travis Fisher's kind of the guy that likes everybody to play every position, and I get that. I understand that, and I understand that one of our top recruits, Noah Pula Gates, is listed at that safety position. I just, I don't know. It kind of scares me a little bit to only have that many there, I guess. So when you talk about safety, Derek, there's another guy that's not a scholarship guy that uh, really had a great year last year. And Eli Sullivan. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that guy, I think he's going to just continue to get better. Tyler, why are you frowning? Are you not an Eli Sullivan fan? I, I, I am. He doesn't I like think any he, walk-ons. Yeah, I, what, no, what, I, why do you I, hate I think, walk-ons? Okay, I, I, I think Eli Sullivan's a good player. I like him. He had a great year last year. I thought he, he a, did. Yeah, that's what you said. I a thought he good. did good. I think he did fine for what he was asked to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, he came in, there was, there was no drop-off. I mean, the dude made plays last year. I I mean, I, I, I get it. I think he was a fine player. He had 12 tackles on the season. Like, I mean... <laughs> That's, that's not bad. I don't. I don't want my defensive backs getting a lot of tackles. Because if my defensive I, backs get a lot of tackles, it means we got too many people behind us to begin I, with. I, I don't know the breakdown here, and I. But but he was our defensive. He was our special teams player of the year. I would imagine a lot of those tackles were there. I mean, he had one pass breakup. I mean, I. A great year. I, I mean, hey, he, I was a big fan he, last year. I, he, he did make a name for himself, I felt. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know if I'd go great year, but he definitely made a name for himself. Yeah, yeah, of course he did. I didn't know who he was 15 months ago. Nobody did. Like, Nobody I, did. That's what no makes it a did. great story. I mean, he's entering his senior year. I think he could provide depth at a position. And I don't know if I'm up, but a position that, honestly, depth is a concern at. Uh, but I look the, the best starting unit we have is our secondary. Yes. I, DiCaprio Boodle, sophomore year, had 12 pass, pass breakups. If you look at what he's done over the last two years, he's third in the country in causing incomplete passes. Cam Taylor Britt um, had a really good sophomore campaign. I think he's in the conversation to be the best defensive player we have this year. I, I love him. You talked about the safety. I think we're good there. I like Braxton Clark. I think he can play. And I love Noah Pola Gates. Injuries are a concern, but after that, there is a little bit of depth issue at that position. I mean, um, again, you're going to have to depend on a guy like Eli Sullivan, who's fine. I'm not hating on him. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just not. I'm not. In, I, I'm not. I'm not call, calling him a great player. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not enshrining him in the Husker Hall of Fame. He's. Well, and, and let, let me ask you this: Does does the the injury to Quentin Newsom does that? affect your grade in this at all 100%. like I, I i do i, th- I thought he like that it, hurts that hurts the depth even more right he, he would have been in the top seven for me like if i was looking at the best seven defensive backs i would have had Newsom in that now i'd probably bump eli sullivan into the top seven and again not hating on eli don't i don't want to get hate mail on that but i i, I just <laughs> you know honestly I, I i i think he like i said i would have had him in my top seven 
And, you know, and again, you look at defensive backs, you say seven. Well, that's a lot. Well, if you run a dime formation, you need six guys out there. I mean, there isn't a lot more depth that you will have. um, After Again, great starting unit, a little weak on depth for me. And I agree with you there. And look, Jaden Francois coming in, I I think that guy's going to be a stud. But I think he needs more time. Like just like Noah Pola Gates, I think he came in as a stud. He just needed more time. Four games. Uh, that's all they need. Four games. That, that's all they need. I'd love to see him play for four games. Uh, you know, there's not very many Cam Taylor Brits that come out as a true freshman in a secondary and just start doing what he did. So I don't. I'm not going to expect any of these freshmen to do it. I don't really. I'd like to see something out of the redshirt freshman, but again, the starters are fine. Like. I, I think Deontay Williams, just not with you. Like, I think he's probably going to be a stud, but we still have to be proven that. Markel Dismuke is a stud. Like, I, I know people don't give him a lot of credit, but he the reason people don't give him a lot of credit is because he's in position and he does what he has to do. He doesn't wow. do anything fancy. You don't mm-hmm. see him picking the ball off a lot. He's just where he's supposed to be. So, so I, I like him, and, I, and I, I love Cam Taylor Britt. All right, so, Derek, where did you have the DBs as your uh... – in your position ranking, I have him at number four. I think this is. Four. I do think this yeah. is. Yeah, I, I do think this is the best defensive position that we have. Uh, I, again, I just I'm a little concerned about our defense still. All right. Well, I have him at number one. Tyler, you had him at number one also. I mean, no, I didn't. I had him at three. You had him at three. My number one was offensive line. Yeah, number two, quarterback. All right. But I love the secondary. My favorite starting position group, depth concerns me, dropped him down a little bit. Even though I'm high on Noah Pola Gates, the, the, mo, the guy who did not see the field last year, who is going to make the greatest impact on this team, offense or defense, is NPG. Okay. Well, again, I, I have him at number one. I just I really think that Travis Fisher is the best position coach. Love everything that we're bringing back. So. All right, so now that the position breakdowns are done, uh, let's take a look at the offense, defense, and special teams, better, same, or worse. Derek, offense. I, better, absolutely better. I think every position is better with the exception of tight ends, and they could be better. I'm just not sold yet. But as far as it, as far as it all goes in the end, I think everything's better, and I do think a lot of it stems off the offensive line, and we kind of discussed that earlier, so I won't go – into great depth on that. All right. Uh, Tyler, offense, better, same, worse. I'm, I'm going to go with improvement. Um, I think our quarterback's going to be better. I think our offensive line's going to be better. The, everything around it, yeah, I'm not jumping over uh, hoops to go through that. But but if those two things are better, I think the whole unit will be better improved. So you're saying better without better. saying better. Okay, all right. So I, I have a better also. You know, <laughs> when, when I looked at my rankings here, on the offensive side of the ball, I had the number uh, two, three, five, four, and, four and six. All of my uh, top units were on the offensive side of the ball, basically. So, yeah, I got them better. I, I, had, I had one, two, three, and five. So Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the defense here, Derek. Better, same, worse. I, I'm going to say same. I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I just 
I don't I don't know whether some of these players that struggled last year, I don't know if it was scheme or if it was just I, – I, I don't know what the problem is. And right now I have yet to see – there was an improvement on defense, and I think there was a very – decent improvement last year on decent on defense i don't think people give it enough credit for how much they probably did improve as from 2018 however i just it still wasn't good and it still wasn't near good enough and i don't know that i think there's talent coming in that can make it better but they're all young and they got most of the guys that we have coming back i think past defense will stay the same uh, but rush defense, I think, will stay the same as well, and that's going to be a problem. Tyler, I'm going to go better. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not seeing a leaps and bound better defense this year, but I, I, I love what our pass defense. I think our outside backers are going to get more pressure. I think our secondary is locked down. You know, stay away from some injuries on defense because I think the depth is not the greatest. But if it stays healthy, I think it'll be improved. So I went back and forth with this. Uh... I talked about it last week, you know, I was like, you know, uh, I could see a top 75 total defense uh, this year. And, you know, that's what, just like 10 spots lower than what what it was last year, roughly 10 spots, which, you know, it doesn't equate to a lot of yards. Basically, it's going to be the same to me. I mean, it's, I don't think, I don't think we're going to get better at all in it. Uh, at all on the defensive side of the ball, but I don't think we're going to get a lot worse, so I couldn't say worse. So I just left it at same. Uh, Shenander needs to really step up, and I don't think he has the pieces there quite yet. I think uh, they need to start recruiting a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball, and they damn sure need to develop those guys. Uh, but, yeah, I got well, them at well, that, that That's the other thing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think that's part of the other thing, too, is like Shenander needs to call plays a little bit better. I, I, I know I talked about this, I think last week, but like he dialed up really good blitzes on first and second down. And then third down, he kind of went more into a prevent defense and you just can't do that. I don't, I don't care if it's third and 15. I don't care if they burn you on third and 15, if you're giving it your all and blitzing and trying to do whatever you can to stop them, but playing a prevent defense and then just missing tackles and letting them get third and 15 is ridiculous. So I think that has to stop. Uh, so I think a lot of what has to improve comes from the coaches, or obviously the coaches, but I think a lot of it comes from uh, Shenander himself. And I, I, I like Shenander. I do. I, I think he's no. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I think he can be a good defensive coordinator. But I think he's got to start trusting his guys a little bit more in what he seems to do right now. All right, final, uh, final special teams. Uh, better, same, worse. Derek, special teams can't get worse. <laughs> I, I mean, just can't. Like it's not possible. Uh, Jonathan Rutledge has done a pretty decent job of being an analyst everywhere he's gone. I think it'll get better. I think there was a lot of um, lack of focus on special teams last year with Joe Von DeWitt with his cancer and all the coaches chipping in. I don't think there was a lot of chipping in as much as we thought there was. So I think I, I think it'll get better. I don't know if it'll be enough to be great but it'll definitely be better than it was last year Tyler well Derek you said it It can't get much worse um, The, the I, I'm going to say better but the, the thing is, is I don't know about this special teams unit I, I really don't know I, I guess what gives me a little bit of hope I think with all of the young linebackers that we have 
Um, you know, I think we'll be better on prevention. I, I can't imagine us kicking any worse than we did last year. Um, I, I just, yeah, ultimately, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, Lane McCollum went two for four last year. I, I don't know. We, we, we there's For me to say the same, there's so little margin for us to be that bad again. Yeah, It has to be better. It has to be better. Yeah, it, it's going to be better. You know, one interesting thing when I was looking at special teams uh, is that uh, uh, not one punt returner uh, – from last year that return that uh, fielded a punt returns this year, and Derek, you know, you, you had said you asked me, "Is like, is that a bad thing?" It's not a bad thing, but it, it is interesting. I don't know who the punt returner is going to be this year. There's a lot of intrigue there. I mean, we can like speculate all day long on who those guys are going to be. Real quick, do you guys want to make a quick little guess round here? Who's going to return punts next year? If I had to guess, it's going to be Wandale Robinson because he does everything on the team. <laughs> that would probably be my top <laughs> guess. But just to be different, I'll say Ramirez Johnson. I like that. I, I, I'm going to go with Belt. Brody Belt. Brody Belt. Put him back. The, yeah, might as well. Put, give the walk on some sort of shine. I, yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, I, I think. Well, it, yeah, after you shit on the walk ons for now. Yeah, I mean, my God. I don't know why you'd want any walk-ons to ever play. You always hate the walk-ins. But, uh, all right, guys, this was really fun. Uh, there's not going to be a last call tonight because we've gone long once again. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Special thanks to Connor Russell for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow us on HuskerCuzCast at Twitter, at HuskerCuzCast. Uh, like us on Facebook. Look for episodes on Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and BigHeadsMedia.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. Be safe out there, and as always, go Big Red. Now he throws.